0: Bradley presents The Nest with head coach Todd Willard, hosted by Rod Thunderbird. The
1: Nest is brought to you by East Coast Wings, Kernersville, Kevin Bug, State Farm Insurance, The Collegiate Store, Cindy Swain, Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, and Javelin Express Lube, Kernersville. Here's your host, Rod Funderburg. Welcome everyone to the 12th edition of our inaugural season of The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the East Versailles Fighting Eagles. We are in the best city in the triad, also known as K-Vegas, baby. This is the 12th edition of The Nest. It's presented by East Coast Wings, which is where we always are every Tuesday night during football season as you know east coast has the tastiest wings in town they're located at 800 north main street so come on out and enjoy the atmosphere the great people the wait staff and all the flavors of wings that east coast has to offer we want to thank east coast wings for their awesome hospitality and making us feel right at home as they do each and every week east coast wings is the title sponsor for the entire 2019 east forsyth football season and we would also like to take this time to recognize our other sponsors in addition to East Coast Wings, and they include Kevin Bug of State Farm Insurance, The Collegiate Shop, Haveline Express Lube, and Cindy Swain of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. I'm your host, Rod Funderburg, and I'm sitting here with head coach and the most prodigious man in Kernersville, Coach Todd Willard. Coach, how are we doing? You you
2: know I have no idea what that (laughs) word means. Coach,
1: all it means is royalty and excellency. That's it, my friend. Wow. I'm going to add
2: that word to my uh,
1: vocab right now.
2: All my boys in Wisconsin have no clue what that word means either. Trust me. Especially Steroid. We got one guy we call Steroid. His name's Roy. He's Uh a big old dude. Troy Peterson. He ain't got a clue what's going on right now.
1: I'm doing great, man. Doing real well. Well, that's awesome. It's glad to have you as always. And uh, you brought some folks with you. Who do we have?
2: I brought back uh, my D.C., um, Aaron Bill. Obviously, we had him earlier uh, on the the year. Mm -hmm. And then I got one of our star players, uh, our D.B., Mm -hmm. number two, J.Baz Gorham. Kind of the heart and soul. Kind of of the, the, the guy who likes to talk a lot kind of guy. Brings fires the guys up, man. Just undersized guy that plays plays great because he plays with heart and he loves the game and that's what makes him so special and makes him so good
1: man that's what's important so coach aaron bill welcome back to the show again appreciate it thanks yeah, for man. having me you better believe it jay bez gorham welcome to the show this is your first time on coaches just spoke highly of you says you got a lot of heart you're the heart and soul of that secondary back there i think i've seen you make some plays at least one or two. <laughs> well, listen, I want to congratulate you guys on finishing second in the conference this year. You know, the East Forsyth Eagles ended their season with a record of 9-2, and two, which is excellent, guys, to the regular season. That finish allowed you to have a bye last week, which is awesome. And that means it gave the Eagles a little bit of rest and heel time. Coach Willer, how did you spend the last part of the bye week last week?
2: Um, you know, the guys came in, we had a couple really good, uh, towards the end of the week, a couple of real good practices. Mm-hmm. We gave the guys off Friday so they could go watch the game, um, you know, between West Meck and Davy, but we had two real good, uh, practices and, uh, you know, we, we got healthy. Uh, we got some guys back that didn't play, um, against Davey before. So hopefully that will help us. And, uh, we're just excited to go phase three. We're in the playoffs and, uh. We're ready to be one and zero after Friday.
1: Beautiful. So you did get a chance to see Davy and Westmeck play.
2: Yeah, Coach Bill actually went to the game. A couple of the other guys, um, okay. a bunch of our old line guys went to the game. I sat and watched it on TV. I like Bill watching on TV. Pause it, rewind yeah. it, listen to the commentary because you can learn some stuff from those guys too. Yes, sir. And uh, you know, then Coach Bill and I are sitting back, texting with each other, sharing. Uh, you know, notes what he's seeing live and what I'm seeing on TV. So, you know, kind of got it from both sides. So hopefully we're very well prepared uh, for Friday night.
1: So Coach Bill, after seeing the West Mac and the Davey game on Friday, how did you prepare for practice this week? Did you keep the gas
0: down on the guys in practice
1: or how are we starting out this week?
0: Yeah, I mean, all week it's just been hurry up, tempo, get lined up, make sure everyone is communicating. You know your assignment. He knows his assignment, and mm-hmm. let's roll. Beautiful, Jabez. Did you get Jabez? Did you get to go see a game?
3: No, sir. I was at home watching you, TV. You're at home. <laughs> you're at home resting. Nothing wrong with that. You're yes, getting sir.
1: ready for the big strenuous practice week this week. I understand, man. Well, listen. I'm gonna ask you something. Number one, I did say welcome to the show. Thank you for coming again. But how are those grades? How are we doing? You're a student athlete. I want to know how those grades are. Uh, this year. My first quote I finished out with A's and B's. Beautiful. I'm an honor student. Congratulations. <laughs> I love
3: to hear that.
1: That's love a million-dollar smile right there. Yes I know it is. the
2: audience can't see. That's a million-dollar yes smile it right is. there. Huh? Maybe
1: even two million, Coach. <laughs> 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 so what are your plans for next year, Jabez? Because uh, you are a senior, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and you were on the state championship team last year. No, sir. You were not on the state championship team last year. Where were you last year? I was at Southwest Guilford. You're at Southwest Guilford. Okay. Well, nothing wrong with coming over to the best. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with coming to the best, man. Nothing at all. So, what are your plans for next year?
3: Uh, I want to go to a four-year university. Uh, I want to go to school, and I want my major to be fashion, or I want to be an actor. Oh. And I want
1: to play football. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong. You planning on walking on somewhere, maybe?
3: Walking on, or I would like to. Do, I want to walk on the track too.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, that sounds good. Listen, I think you, Coach, he's got the million dollar smile to be an actor. He's, of course. And listen, if he's doing fashion, I mean, were you one of the guys helping out with all the, you know, attire that the Eagles put on this season? I mean, were you one of the ones who were responsible for that? He, he was the one that argued every time I said, hey, this
2: is what we're doing on Thursday. He'd be like, hey, coach, can, I, can we wear this? But, hey, whatever he wants to do after his high school career, he's going to be successful. I mean, he's just got yes, that sir. drive. You Good. can see it just – Oh, yeah. You've, you've known him for 15 minutes, and you can already see it in the kid.
1: Definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Well, Jay Bez, you're a senior defensive back. I can tell you one of the leaders in the secondary. Coach has already mentioned it. Tells me about the heart that you have, which is awesome. So tell me, how do you feel knowing that you're in the playoffs this year, right, but any one game could be your last game? How does that feel?
3: Uh, I'm glad we made it to the playoffs. We just got to play every down like our last down. We got to give up 100, 100% every every down. That's it? And You're exactly and right. at the end of the day.
1: That's it. You're going to leave it all on the field. Yes, sir. I want to see that. There's that smile again, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> I got another question for you about the coaches. Mm-hmm. So when you guys had your bye week going into this beginning week, what kind of words have the coaches given you guys in practice to keep you motivated, especially when it comes to this rematch against Davie County that's going to be coming this Friday?
3: Uh, don't doubt them come in the game 100 percent tempo and just make sure everybody can do their job and communicate on the field
1: good deal that's it coach bill yes sir i know you've been working with this young man beside you i can tell he's a little modest he's not going to tell us about himself but i'm going to ask you tell us a little bit about jabez and how it's been coaching him
0: it's a lot of fun. First off, I just tell him to bring that swagger. Every time he's out on the field, just bring the swagger, the excitement and the confidence because when he's playing that way, he's a dangerous guy in the secondary and don't doubt yourself at all and just go out there and have fun. Yes, sir. That's it.
1: And Jabez you look like you're in great shape, man. What do you do? Are you working out? you on a special diet during football season? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing at me, man. Yeah. Coach is laughing at me again. <laughs> I'm serious. Are you on a special diet? You do something special during football season. What do you do to stay in shape?
3: Uh, work out.
1: I just work out. You just work out. Naturally. Oh, good. you're Bo Jackson kind of guy, yeah. just natural. Yeah. Nothing I, wrong with this that. This is the quietest he's ever been in his life. Let me tell you that right <laughs> hey, now. Is that right, Coach? This guy ain't never been this quiet before. Jay Bez, am I putting you on the spot? You can talk to me, nah. man. You just open up. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we have fun here, man. Just yes, sir. Wild out with yes, us, Yes, sir. Man. You better believe it. Well, Coach, you know, buys are great for healing. Um, you know, it's great for getting the mind back right in case you just need to, you know, just get reset again. But are there any ways that a bye can have a negative effect on a football team?
2: You know, I've been asked that a couple of times, and I think it's it goes year by year. Um, you know, some years you want to keep rolling. You mm-hmm. want to keep going. I think the last two years, last year and this year, the bye week's been great for us. It Good. really has. I love the format. I think it, it rewards some of the top teams and uh you know it it helped us get healthy last year and again this year for sure it helped us a lot this Mm -hmm. year and i think our kids understand bye weeks in the coaching staff it's not like we we let up at all you know our bye weeks um they might be a little tougher because i'm a little more on edge because i don't want guys to think it's a vacation week they probably hear that all the time uh (laughs) you know there's probably even a little more yelling and screaming on the bye week but uh I enjoy it. I think it's it's great uh, that teams get rewarded. You do well
1: in the season, you get
2: rewarded with the bye.
1: That's right. You're exactly right. And, you know, we're going to keep talking a little bit about this bye week, but one of the things, Coach, that I try and look at whenever I'm watching football is I like to look at it, you know, kind of from the middle out. In other words, I like to look at the line of scrimmage and then I look out towards your skill players. So tell us how important it is to have the big fellas on that line of scrimmage healthy and ready to play.
2: Yeah, that that's huge. We got we got two DBs that are or DBs, two <laughs> defensive ends back this game that I think that will really help us. Zion Reeves, the big guy, the tall guy, um, and um, uh, uh, Torian. Torian Jackson, number okay. five, is going to be back too. Oh, good. You know good. he got hurt in the Reagan game. Mm-hmm. To have those guys back and today, honestly, we had a practice today the boys were getting after each other the o line d line it was it was special and if we can bring that intensity friday um, i mean it, it was probably one of the best practices we've had this year it was the boys the boys in the trenches were getting a little <laughs> nasty with each other the mud was flying coach plaster is going to be mad cuz we uh, dug up the game field a little <laughs> bit but uh, man it was a great practice today <laughs>
1: So, J-Bez, coach is just saying that you're probably the quietest that you've been, man. So, when you're out on the field, what do you do to get the secondary or even the rest of the defense motivated? What What is your speech and what does that game time, Jabez, sound like?
3: Uh, I just want I just want them to know that I'm on the field. Say it like that.
1: Now, how you let them know that you're on the field? What kind of words do you give them? to let them know that you on the field. I can't say all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't say all that. Well, look, since you can't say all that, Jay Bez, is something coming for you right now. And it looks like a shrimp fajita wrap. Is that what that is that you just get ordered? Yes, sir. Uh, well, listen, you're going to have to tell us how it tastes once you bite into that bad boy, all right? <laughs> Coach Bill, got a question for you. Yes, sir. Now, during the year, especially during this time of the year when it's playoffs time, you know, and you do have that bye, how difficult is it for you to make sure the players keep up their intensity in practice? Because I know as a defensive coordinator, you know, it's all about being in place, being in the right position, and then bringing that physicality and hitting. How do you make sure that that intensity level
0: stays up during your bye week? Well, the good thing about our team is we have some great leaders on the defensive side of the ball, some seniors that really, they understand the culture, they understand what we're trying to do, and it kind of self-polices itself, you know? It's not just one guy, I've told him from the get-go that it, I can't lead the defense by myself. It's it's a group effort, right. and um, and you see that daily. If a guy's not coming to our standard, right. Jabez or somebody else might say, hey, come on, let's go pick it up, and um, so the bye week, everybody just together and staying, staying on top of it. So. Good deal, so you don't have to do much screaming and yelling no, and all that good I stuff mean, during this time of year? It or, depends. You, or
1: do you leave it to somebody else?
0: It depends. Uh, was it <laughs> yester- yesterday, uh, I screamed a little bit, but today, you know, they came out and got after it and didn't have to scream too much today. We had to scream a couple times, hey, don't kill each other now (laughs) let's go but well that's some good screaming yeah it was it was a good day today but um yeah i'm proud of the guys they get after good now will you guys go
1: heavy another day this week as far as your equipment and then have a light day on thursday how does that how does that practice so
2: actually today we, we we go helmet and shoulder pads every day except for Wednesday or when the kids make me mad then I'll make them go in full gear because okay. I hate that but Wednesdays are full gear right. so tomorrow will be, be actually a heavy practice Okay. Um, you know we've never we don't tackle the ground we've never done that since I've been here on the varsity level just uh, something I don't believe in to save injuries and all the right. things that you have in football and obviously you can do it the right way and be successful but the boys are excited I, it, you can just tell the bye week they're hungry right now, too. Sometimes that bye week helps because, right. you know, you're ready to play. You're ready to hit somebody else besides right. your buddy or oh, your yeah. teammate. And, uh, you know, it, it, so we'll, we'll see tomorrow. Hopefully we can have that same intensity tomorrow.
1: Well, Coach, you're talking about being hungry. Jay Bez, how was that shrimp? It's good. Is it good? Because yeah. you, you were asking the waitress about it, but you weren't sure if you were going to get it. You decided no, I, to get it. Did like you make it. the right choice? I like it. All right. Well, now, what was the name of that? We got to let everybody know what the j meal of the night is. The the, the shrimp fajita. The shrimp is that fajita. what it is? Everybody, the j meal of the night is the shrimp fajita. So if you're over at East Coast Wings, make sure you ask for the J-Bez shrimp fajita. All right.
2: That, that does, man, I'm, I hope he don't look the other way. I'm going to sneak. <laughs> Coach Bill said he was going to sneak one. You, you only had three. You ate one. There might not be any left because oh. I'm going to get one. <laughs> hey,
1: he got it down quick, that first one, too. That's why I said when you said hunger, oh, my goodness. Coach, what would you do to him in practice today, man?
2: That thing looks great. It man. does
1: look wow. good. It looks real good. Well, guys, it's playoff time in just a few days, and my only question is this, and anybody can take this question or all three of you can take it are the eagles ready yes sir jay bez took that one quick didn't he, coach
2: the it's eagles ready. are ready ready what, to go
1: well audience you heard it straight from jay bez gorham number two correct number two number two you heard it straight from him. the eagles are ready so all of you out there listening and tuning in you're listening to the nest with head football coach todd willard of the east Side fighting eagles I'm your host, Rod Funderburg. We are joined by defensive coordinator Coach Aaron Bill, along with senior defensive back number 2 Jay J-Bez Gorm, who says the East Forsyth Eagles are ready for playoff time. And we're out here at East Coast Wings at 800 North Main Street in Kernersville. We're chowing down on some tasty wings. Jay is chowing down on a good-looking shrimp fajita. And we are just going over what happened during the bye week and the mentality of the eagles coach it's getting a little nippy outside temperature is dropping and you know that is a sign of the regular season being over and now begins a brand new season that we call the playoffs now you can throw records completely out the window because everyone knows if you lose you go home so this friday november 22nd at seven thirty p.m you guys will play the davie county war eagles Right here in Kernersville at the Nest, Coach. You face the War Eagles again, same time, same place. In the first matchup, the Eagles defeated Davie County 49 to 35. Are you happy that you will be facing the Davie County War Eagles again?
2: Yeah, we're just we're, we're happy to have this opportunity. You know, uh, whoever we play, you know, we're we're just blessed to be in the second round of the playoffs. Playing in the cold weather means uh, something good. Yes, sir. You know, you're playing to play during Thanksgiving. We, we told our guys that's always one of our goals, mm-hmm. um, to spend Thanksgiving together before you you go with your immediate family. You're kind of with your extended right. family, you know. So we're excited. You know, Davie County has some great players. Obviously, their offense is very explosive, um, causes Coach Beals probably – won't sleep much this uh, <laughs> next few nights and stuff, but I think we got a great game plan, and you got players like Jay Bez here. You know, you know, I, I sleep a little bit better knowing you got someone like number two back there directing traffic for us.
1: Good deal, good deal. With well, Jay Bez, I'm gonna be watching you all night uh, come Friday night. You best believe that. You know. In the first game, coach against Davy County, the East Forsyth offense they kind of got off to a little slow start. Didn't score until just over a minute left in the first quarter. <laughs> what must the offense do in order to start off faster this go round?
2: Yeah, I think I think we'll be ready. If you if you guys remember, that's I, I knocked you guys both on the shoulder when I was heading up top. That that was the you first. You did that night. was the first time you were yeah, upstairs. Yeah, it was the first time I went up top. You know, and and uh, you know it, it was. I think we had some transition there, some communication. I think we've really kind of got those bugs out. I think Coach Horton's kind of, you know, likes his role down there. Obviously, Coach Likas loves his role because he feels like he's in charge now down there. (laughs) You guys know that. Um, but, no, I think it's just really been smooth for us. I can help Coach Beal a little bit more. He probably doesn't like it that I'm up there because I see a lot more of the defense now <laughs> than pay, pay a lot more attention. But, uh, you know, I, we, we just got to come out fast. We come out ready. And I, I think we have done a lot of tempo work because I think if you remember that last game, they kind of, especially our defense wasn't getting set right. Mm-hmm. We weren't tempo on offense either. So I think we got all that figured out, and and we know we're going to have to play our best game to to come away with the win against these guys.
1: Yeah, you're right. And uh, Coach Bill Davy County, you know, they have some pretty big boys on that line of scrimmage. How much of a problem will the size of Davy County's line of scrimmage do you think will be for the Eagles defense?
0: I think just the schedule we play is in the CPC and the non-conferences, is, is to prepare us for this time of year, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was telling Coach the other day, just the the schedule being as tough as it was has it, prepared us perfectly and set us up for these teams like Davie County with big offensive linemen. So it's not something new that we haven't seen this year. Obviously they're in our conference, but you know, I think we're prepared and we'll be ready to go Friday night.
1: Good deal. Well, Jay Bez, I know you're gonna be prepared, man. You've already had five interceptions on this season here during the regular season, and you've been playing some really good ball this year. So tell me something. What do you expect to happen this coming Friday night as it goes with you in that secondary back there?
3: Uh I don't really like to speak on speak on what I'm gonna do. I just I speak on it when I hit the field, but I know my guys are gonna show up ready. We no brothers, doubt. my my D-line.
1: D line gonna gonna show up. D line got after it today. Then we were excited, man. Woo! Did you see some hitting today going on? Yeah, it was fun. It was. Now J Bez, was it fun because you were watching or was it fun because you was ready to get involved? Which one now? (laughs) A little bit of both. both. (laughs) Good deal, good deal.
2: Hey, y'all didn't tell me Lakis walked in here. I'm talking smack about him. I see Lakis sitting up at the bar back here.
1: Oh yeah. Coach Beal. Yes, Davy County, they play a pro style offense. They also have a pretty decent running back in a Tate Carney, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. How do you expect to contain this pro style offense of the War Eagles?
0: Man, I'm telling you, they they got some great players back there. Their quarterback, Nate. He's 6'5", like 230, just looks like a man out on the field. And, you know, Carney, everyone knows who he is. Mm -hmm. We just got to know where he is every single play and understand that he's going to make some plays and, to, you know, just try to contain those big plays and and not let one bad play carry over into another bad play. Um, Overall, I think our guys will be up to the challenge come game night. Good deal. I think they will too, Coach. You know, many times teams and
1: coaches look forward to playing a team that they recently lost to. Usually it's a pride thing. On top of that, you know, these guys have a second opportunity to try and beat the defending state champions And you guys, the East Forsyth Eagles. Do you think that Coach Tim Devericks of the Davie County War Eagles will go deep into his playbook in the beginning to try and rattle the Eagles
0: at all? Yeah, he might. Um, I would, but at the end of the day, uh, they have a second chance. Well, we have a second chance too. So, I mean, our guys will be ready to play just like I'm sure his guys will be ready to play. It's the playoffs, man. If you're not ready to play for this, I mean, you're, <laughs> you shouldn't be in the business. You're right. You're right. j did
1: you hear what Coach just said? Yes, sir. Good deal. Now, listen, thinking back on that last Davie County game, did the quarterback come your way often?
3: <laughs> Nate, my boy, man. Me and him played on the same 7-on-17, but no, sir.
1: He didn't throw it your way, so he knew who he was dealing with back then. I say, all right. So, do you think he's gonna come your way this Friday? Is he gonna throw it towards your side of the field this Friday? Or you gonna lock it down, man? I mean, you gonna tell him to stay away, or you gonna invite him to come in? Which one you gonna do? Barbecue or meal, do baby. Talk to me. Uh, I'm
3: gonna leave. I'm gonna leave it on. I'm gonna leave it on Friday. Like I said, I don't like to speak on the game, but just know we ready. Know yeah. you ready. ready, Jay bez <laughs> yes. my man. I, can,
1: I can't get you to step into anything, can I? I'm trying my best, too. Did you just say barbecue or milk, Barbecue do? or meal, I dude, love dude, baby, that. which one? That's
2: old school. I like that right there, buddy. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> well, Jay bez I got one request for you and the secondary. Just one request. You know what that is? Yes, sir. Don't let anything get behind you, my friend. Yes, sir. That's the one request I got. Keep it in front of you.
3: My D-line going to control that. Okay. And it's going to go to the linebackers, and our DB is going to do our thing.
1: Y'all, y'all do your thing. <laughs> y'all do your thing. Coach, you know it's getting cold out here, and one of the best formulas to winning football games in the playoff is running the ball and playing great defense. Can we as fans and spectators expect to see just that from the Eagles during this playoff run?
2: I I think we're gonna run the ball obviously but honestly we're hoping the one thing we need to get better on we feel against David County we ran the ball great we gotta do a little better throwing this this uh time around on them um I'm not saying we're gonna get crazy throwing the ball but uh I think Ty's had a real good practice again today um our receivers are kind you know the guys are kind of new are, are stepping up into their roles and uh you know, we got to stop their run. And uh, I, I think, like Coach Bill just said, we're built for this. We really yes, are. Sir. And, you know, like Jay Baz is saying, it's my, man, it, it was just – it's a long grind. Uh, you know, we're in this every year. We Our mm-hmm. seasons are long here at East Forsyth, yes, you sir. know. And uh, it gets to be a grind. But today, the new juice, man, it was flowing today, man. The, nice. The O-line and D-line got added. I can't really tell you. I mean, they – it, it they were I, I mean it got nasty out there and it, it was exciting the defense coach is going at the whole coaches <laughs> it was awesome man it was and it, it but at the end of the day we all come together as a family but we all Christ. know it it's that time it, it's it's cold out yes sir a lot of people are happy they're not out practicing cuz of that That's true The Eagles are happy to be out in the cold right now.
1: So the Eagles say it's barbecue time, J.B. That's what they say. Now, J.B., you're a senior. We talked about that. We talked about how, you know, I ain't going to get you to say anything wrong, especially about this Friday night. So instead, I'm going to dwell on the fact that you're a senior. I'm going to dwell on the fact that you realize this could be your last game, but not only your last game. Thursday could be your last practice. So knowing that, that any game could be your last, any practice could be your last. How will you approach each game and each practice from here on out?
3: I will. I will give 100% through the game and throughout the whole week. Good deal. I will give my team 100% because there's no I in team.
1: That's it. That's it. It's spelled (laughs) T-E-A-M. I can't find the I anywhere, my friend. You're right about that. So, Coach, you guys are going to be at home this week. You ready to go? Eagles are ready. Jay Bears is ready. He's gonna give me three interceptions. I done already got it out of him. I That's can tell. Right. I yeah. can tell. He's gonna give me three. What kind of e- what kind of attire are the Eagles gonna be wearing when they come out this coming Friday, coach?
2: I don't know, man. Let's, let's, Jay Bears, what are you thinking, man? Here you go. <laughs> make the call. We get, make the call
3: right uh, now. I'm gonna make my boys happy. We're gonna go black gray.
1: Uh, black gray. Oh, black black on gray. Black gray. Okay. All right. Now you know what I like. What you like? Man, I like the dark blue on the dark blue, baby. Hey, I'll
3: be trying to tell this, my team the same thing.
1: Then what you doing saying black on gray then? Hey,
3: it's not an iron team. So <laughs> you, a come a unit. So, so, you, come so, a unit. Are,
1: so are you telling me everybody else likes the blue on the gray? Is that yeah. what you're
3: saying? No, everybody else likes the black on gray. Everybody black on gray. I'm sorry. Black on so so everybody the likes uniforms. the
1: black on gray. Okay.
3: Everybody think the black on gray is the best uniform. So you are, you, you. are you
2: making that official? You're making the call tonight, black yeah. on gray. Black on gray. <laughs>
1: All right. All right,
3: but next week we going gray on blue,
1: coach. So he got go a go. hey, He just stepped in it. He just, he just, hey, he he just stepped Garrett, in it. I, I feel you. I like it, gray on blue. Hey, I'm with you. I can't wait, I, cause I know y'all gonna be looking good. Now, is it just one helmet that you guys have, coach? Yeah, we just got the one helmet. For some reason, I get mixed up. Sometimes I think you guys have on different color helmets, but maybe it's the way. If we got you turn that. from one side yeah, to coach, the I other think side looking
3: at your on your finger oh, is that what, <laughs> is that
1: what it is the, the bling bling is it, all that sparkly, sparkling, sparkling. <laughs> 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 oh man well coach Jabez, coach bill i am looking forward to it i can't wait for the game to come you know my motto as long as the eagles do their job everybody plays well and concentrate i don't think there's a team out there that can beat you and I think you guys will send all of the fans on the Eagles side home happy. I really believe that. So I'm looking forward to it. Coach, both of you, is there anything else that you guys want to share before we move into our next segment? And, yeah,
0: I just want to say what's up to my two kids, Peyton and Mason. <laughs> hey, Peyton and Mason.
1: You
3: got
0: a shout-out for anybody, Jay bass
3: Uh, shout out to my mom, my pops,
2: and my family. Inside the Eagles
1: fans, (laughs) no doubt, moms and pops. I gotta have a
2: shout out tonight. I'm I'm, I should be in Raleigh tonight, but I'm with you guys here. My 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 wife's down. Her sister just had a baby.
3: Oh, congratulations, little
2: little Sully Sullivan Lee, a little baby girl, Cassie and Bryce. Um, you know, I mean, just. At 5 o'clock, 5.05, something like that. They just yeah. had the baby. So I'm excited. My little baby girl Harper's down there with uh, mom and, uh, and and her and Katie, my wife. And uh, just excited. Uh, I'm going to go down there tomorrow and, and spend the day. Um, so I just want to give a shout-out to them.
1: Well, Coach, thank you for being here. I know that's a big family deal. you got to be welcoming a new niece into the family, yeah. which is awesome. And we're going to adopt her as a baby eagle. You already yes, know that. Indeed. Yes, sir. It's a
2: baby eagle. Uh, <laughs> uh, Daddy Bryce and, and uh, Mama Cassie. Cassie used to actually, she went to East, was a cheerleader back in the day. So Good deal. They, she'll be an eagle and uh, just happy for them.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. We got a new addition to the Eagle family. Good deal. For those of you out here tuning in and listening to the nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. I'm your host, Rod Funderburg. We are joined by defensive coordinator coach Aaron Bill, along with senior defensive back number 2 Jay Gorham. And we're at East Coast Wings at 800 North Main Street in Kernersville, eating wings, discussing the rematch between the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles and the Davie County War Eagles that will be taking place on this Friday, November twenty-second at seven thirty p.m. at the Nest, Coach. Before we wrap this thing up, as we always do, we always talk a little next-level football, and of course, our hometown Demon Deacons had a pretty tough roadblock against Clemson this week. They wound up losing by a score of fifty-two to three. The Deeks also have had some injuries at very key positions, and of course, they have Duke coming up and then Syracuse to finish out their regular season. Coach, what does Coach Clausen and the Deeks have to do to finish these last two games both with a win?
2: Yeah, you know, so we talked about that last week. I didn't know um, the other receiver, I can't think, the, the big guy, I can't think of his name. I didn't know he was going to be out too, but mm-hmm. um, obviously with Surratt and him out, that that really hurt them. Yep. But you know what? It, it's over. you got to have a short memory. You That's know, right. even when we lost a couple tough games this year, it's coaches, it's over worth. Over with you can't you can't change it you can't fix it it's time to move on and make sure you fix the things to make sure it doesn't happen again and that's what Coach Claussen will do they'll be fine they're back home you know obviously um, you know and it's senior night for them I believe mm-hmm. so that's right you know it, it, it will be they'll they'll be fine you know I I like Duke uh, Coach Cutcliffe's a, a great guy too um, two great teams out there um, but I. The Demon Deacons are going to find a way uh, to, to win this game, and uh, it might be a little closer than than before. But, you know, injuries are part of the game, and it, it's kind of bit us a little bit this year, but they'll find a way to win.
1: I think you're right. Coach Bill. any comments on that? Hey, I'm pulling for the digs too. There Let's you go. go. That's it. Jay Bez, you got a favorite college football team? Anybody you keep up with? Clemson. Clemson Tigers. Yes, sir. You a Clemson man?
3: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, um, I really don't watch college football. I like NFL football. Do you? Yeah. you like I NFL don't football. Like, I don't like college okay. Football,
1: well, we gonna switch on over to NFL. <laughs> Who's your NFL team? Uh,
3: Redskins.
1: Who? <laughs> hey, did you
3: did you say something?
2: At least he owned it now. I know you're a Cowboy fan, but at least most Redskins fans like Horton, they don't even, they, they won't even admit that they're a Redskins. So I respect
1: so, him so for that. You're a Redskins fan. What, what caused you to be a Redskins fan?
3: Uh, my dad is always walking around with Cowboys. I, I remember the day I asked him, who was that on the TV? And it was like Redskins and I was like, Oh, that's my favorite team. Oh, okay. But
1: although dad is a Cowboys man, you went the other way. right? I
3: went the, yeah, I went the other way.
1: Okay. All right. Well, like, that's
2: totally a, other way.
3: Yeah, too, that's right?
1: completely the other way. Like one eighty <laughs> all the way. So what are the conversations like between you and your dad when the Redskins and the Cowboys are playing?
3: Uh I just tell him he sucks. I mean, i'm just telling they suck they suck without the o-line it won't be nice as you
2: see he's starting to open up a little I bit see. Now. I, I see i see like
1: coach i see oh man that is too good that is too good well, well jbz i'm going to switch real quick back over to college because i've got a couple of more questions that i want to ask concerning college and this has to do with the alabama crimson tide you know tuatagalova i don't know how you say his name tuatagalova <laughs> suffered a bad hip injury you know that was somewhat similar to Bo Jackson's injury actually and some people are actually blaming Nick Saban for that injury
0: is it fair to blame Saban for that well, I don't think so I mean what was it the second quarter it was, yes, it was. the second quarter I mean and it's a conference game right mm-hmm. so I mean come on second quarter you, you're gonna have the starters in through two quarters it wasn't like it was 70 to nothing at that point in time what well, it was it was 35-7 right. I mean one score. A punt—you you never know. I mean,
1: well, perfect example is the Oklahoma-Baylor game. They Amen. were down, was it twenty-eight to three? I believe it was. Right in the in the second quarter, right. and they came back and won. So no, you you got to have your starters in. Coach, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it, it, it's crazy. People,
2: it, society these days—it's just. I saw a lot of stuff. One of my, my buddies, James Franklin, his quarterback, had one of these threats. You know, the society's getting crazy. Yes, sir. On the blames, you know, you know, the thing with the, his quarterback at Penn State, and then uh, thing that happened up there in Minnesota. These people blaming these college kids, and and even to blame Nick Saban. I mean, I mean, he's coaching, and, and at the end of the day. Like you said, well, I didn't plan on him getting sacked. Of course. I mean, if you watch pro football, college football, I don't care how bad most teams are winning. Their starters are in until the fourth quarter.
1: A lot of times under four minutes,
2: under four and five minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a freak accident. It's happened. It's football. I mean – how many guys you ever see break their hip? First of all, it's it's a yeah. freak thing. Like you said, it's Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Besides that, I haven't really heard of a broken hip since Bo Jackson. Now, hopefully, it ain't like that because you know that did yeah. mess up Bo. Now, well, I think they took
1: care of it, which was a difference. I think Bo let his linger yeah. a little bit,
2: and, and, and probably the medical profession's probably a lot mm-hmm. further than when when Bo got his. But now to blame
1: Nick Saban—that's that's just that's way out of bounds. Yeah, right. that's not fair at all. j you have any comments on that? Any at all? Or, or maybe better yet, a better question for you would be, if your team is winning 35-7 to 7 in the second quarter, would you want to come out the game? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> you would not. Right, so no, we sorry. couldn't drag you out the game? Like, I might. Now, wait, let, me. Tell, let me ask you tell this. Tell him what you – go ahead. Jay Bess. What, what are you going to ask? I know exactly what Jay, you're going to say. Jay Now, what if we had three shrimp fajitas on the sideline just like that for you? <laughs> Would you come out the game then? No. You, no yeah, you're not no. coming out the game. No. Okay, what were you about to ask?
2: Hold on, you got to ask your question again. <laughs> I forgot my question. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so what would you do if you were winning 35-7? to What would you go up and ask Coach Willick? If he was winning? Yeah.
3: Um, try me at another position.
1: Yeah. Oh, you, oh you want to play somewhere yeah. else yeah. oh my goodness <laughs> okay and coach willard says okay j bears you can play another position what position are you going in at?" i'm going to offense what what position
3: Wild receiver. you're going to
2: wide
1: receiver <laughs> yes, and you're going to tell ty to throw you the ball
2: yeah i'm going to tell him to throw me the ball <laughs> we're winning one game kid. We're, we're we're pounding on somebody next thing i feel Someone tugging on me, coach, put me in, put me in. So, yeah, j Bass ain't coming out now. He, he, he will play. He, he's that guy. And like a lot of kids, and I bet you even those guys in college and pro, they get mad when, even when you're winning, they don't want to come out. That's that's that competitor in these top notch athletes.
1: Yes, sir. You're exactly right. Well, listen, we're going to switch over real quick back to the NFL, (laughs) Jabez. And we are not going to talk about the Redskins. I mean, the Redskins. Meow girls. (laughs) We're not going to talk about them either. (laughs) So, look, you know, this is Panthers country, right, Jabez? So the Panthers took it on the chin. And they lost to Atlanta, 29-3. to And I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle Allen looked like a QB who had lots of film on him. The defense didn't look that great either. Does anybody have
0: any advice at all for the Panthers?
1: Go
2: ahead, Coach Bill.
0: Um, I mean, they get paid a lot of money at that <laughs> level. To, so those coaches are pretty smart. I'm sure they can see what's going on and what's wrong. So, um I'm sure no one was happy on that sideline or in that organization. And I think even Tepper said it this week that he is not standing for long-term mediocrity, I think it was. So. I like that guy. Yes, sir. I like that owner. Now. Yeah, he's
1: serious. He he's, he comes from a winning club, yeah. uh, being up there at Pittsburgh Steelers, and he is not about losing.
2: My my, my bigger question is, this is my bigger question, how is Atlanta like this all of a sudden? They. Beat the Breaks off New Orleans. They beat the, in and, in and they're like three and seven now. Yeah, coach. Like they're, they're, they're playing like they did back when they went to the Super Bowl. How all of a sudden, are they
1: great? I don't coach. It's like they're the most schizophrenic team I've ever <laughs> seen in my life in the NFL. I'm serious. It's like they're schizophrenic. It's like the teams they should beat, they get dusted. And then the teams you don't expect to win at all—they go nuts.
2: They're beating the brakes off uh, two conference teams. You know, I—I I don't know that. The bigger question was what was going on in Atlanta, I, the Carolina Panthers. You know, we've talked about this many times. I don't think Cam's answer anymore either. Not—not not because he ain't great. I don't know if Cam wants to play anymore. Right. But we did talk. I don't think Allen is the long-term answer either. You know that that that's. But I'm going to tell you this. They got to figure something out because before you know it, Christian uh, McCaffrey, you you can't keep doing what they're doing. I mean, I know he's a dude and, and all this, but you you he his career ain't gonna last very long if he keeps on toting it like he is
1: right now. Yeah, the run, like you said, the running back's longevity is already short in the NFL. But if he's the only one there and they're going to be passing it to him, they're going to be handing it off to him. He's going to be done in less than five years. And, and, Easy.
2: And we got to find someone who. Be quarterback and other things, and I'm very disappointed in the defense as of lately. Too, yes, um, but with with McCaffrey, we got to find something to go around him because he's in his prime, and yes, it sir. will be a shame, almost like Barry Sanders. Yeah, you know Barry was one of the best backs ever, and never had anybody around him. Mm-hmm. I, I hope McCaffrey doesn't end his career one day kind of that same way as Barry Sanders.
1: Well, you know, Coach, he has some smart people around him and and his mom and dad, and I would hate it if they decided to say, hey, son, you need to ask for a trade or start looking somewhere else because that could be bad for the Panthers as well. He should come
3: to the Redskins. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you heard Jay Bez right here. He is actually sleepwalking. He said that uh, (laughs) McCaffrey is coming to the Redskins. Well, Coach, I got one more question, one more subject that I'd like to touch bases on. There was a huge fiasco last Monday night ending in Miles Garrett striking Mason Rudolph with a helmet and being suspended indefinitely. Your thoughts on that, and should Mason Rudolph have also been suspended?
0: Well, I mean, I heard someone say, I couldn't remember what it was, it was ESPN or something. They said that the way it started, if Mason grabbing him... If Miles Garrett would have got up and just punched him and just hit him in the mouth, they probably wouldn't have said much about it. And he said maybe even some Pittsburgh fans would have said, "Hit him again for the four interceptions." <laughs> but but when you take your helmet and you swing it and it becomes a weapon, I mean that's that's uncalled for. You can't do that. And and I think he found out the hard way. I mean, as a what was it 10 p.m. he was. Um, making his money and playing the game. And the next day he's suspended and not getting a paycheck. So That's right. it's a tough lesson to learn. But you it's a heck of a lesson. What about you, Coach? What are your thoughts?
2: You know, um, the big thing is, once again, you have these guys in the the sports media that I just – it makes – I think they just want to cause controversy. If, if you would suspend the quarterback – and I ain't saying it has to be a quarterback, but if for someone grabbing someone's face mask, they'd have to spend half the league because you see it after every play—they're, mm-hmm. they're shoving at each other, they're grabbing, and they just break them up. And it, it is what it is. But everything that's going on with our game right now, and they're trying to take the violence out and in the injuries, to have something like that is just—and I don't, I don't know the guy, you know, obviously the player at all, but just—it's such a bad look for. High school, college, yeah. anything to do with football—it mm-hmm. just all those naysayers that say it's a barbaric sport—it just gives them fuel now mm-hmm. to say, "Look at these guys; they're out of control; they can't control themselves." And if you look at it, it took him three times to rip the helmet off. I mean, he had him like a rag doll. And to be honest, the reason Rudolph might be throwing—there might not be much be much upstairs in his head because i can't believe I, i'd like to take a helmet and hit one of you guys as hard as he got hit and that joker just turned around like this was acting like nothing was wrong i'm thinking yeah. rudolph might be half crazy because <laughs> he was
0: really upset
2: i can't believe he didn't yeah. knock him out or i mean seriously if he hit him the right way he could have killed, a, he I, killed him Oh yeah, a bad bad look yeah. and, and i hate for it and it's a snap thing and but you, you got to control your emotions. Yeah. Something like yeah. that just
1: can't happen in the game. Well, Coach, I'm surprised that he actually ran after the guy without a helmet on. Like, my thing is if I don't have a helmet on, I'm not mixing it up with anybody. <laughs> i got my two linemen sitting there. I'm and, the and a guy
2: that big, too. Now. Yeah. I mean, I, I know some so, of these quarterbacks want to act like they're tough. And so, come on, you're a quarterback. Come yeah. on now. Yeah. Come on. Just, just. –
1: Run the other way, man. Yeah, you've got guys who are going to take up for you, period. Yeah. you're a And I heard some. oh, yeah. I, I,
2: he was just, you know, he's being a football player. Yeah. No, man, you're a quarterback. <laughs> Run the other way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a reason you have a red jersey on in practice. Yes. <laughs> j anything you want to say before we get ready and check out my good man? About that, about
3: that situation I was talking about? Which one?
1: Which situation? About the um, Steelers and Browns. Yes, uh, or anything or if there's anything that you want to share.
3: Uh, I'll speak on that. Um this game is a real emotional game but Go ahead and say it, man. But I feel like he should get one year off and come back.
1: Who um Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. He should get one oh year yeah, I'm sure back. he will. He yeah. need yeah. to come back. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure he'll get at least let a let year off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you.
3: He'll just yeah. having fun out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I'm going to tell you guys, the only issue that I have with the whole situation is it reminds me a little bit of how we treat our generation. And, and this is what I mean by that. I looked at the play a couple of times. And, of course, Miles Garrett didn't realize that Mason had released the, the ball and he had thrown it. So when he pulled Rudolph down, he made sure he twisted his body so he didn't fall on top of Rudolph. Rudolph actually fell on top of him. Then Rudolph rolled to the side and grabbed his helmet. So in grabbing his helmet, you know, I guess he wasn't strong enough or whatever, and maybe something snapped in Miles Garrett. But my thing is, you know, sometimes you can do the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody come and put you in your place, and I'm talking about this generation here. Yep. Somebody comes and puts you in your place, and then all of a sudden you're the victim. You know, that we see that a lot yep. in school. It's almost like, Coach, if you throw a drink on me right now, mm-hmm. And I throw a drink back on you, but then I decided to go pick up two bottles and then split your head open. I mean, yep. I took it in an extra step. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. You, yep. know, you know, so it, those are things that can't happen. And, you know, we have to think, these guys have to think, you know, whether or not they want to be their role models. They have to remember that. And they're playing the kids' game that they're getting millions, millions. of dollars. Come on. Stop complaining about
2: uh, yes. I mean, But I'm going to tell you this now on Miles Garrett's half. Then the other part of the social or the media, not social media, the media, trying to make him. First of all, all so he, I don't know if you saw the three clips of all these bad. First of all, the other two. Once again, okay, he punched a guy in the face with his helmet on. That happens all the time in the oh, yeah. NFL. So oh, yeah. that, okay, he got fined for it. He should. But then the late hit, they tried to say on the the other core. I can't even remember the quarterback. I don't think any of those three were late hits when Miles Garrett did it. You know what I mean? Because they protect the quarter. So I think they're wrong by trying to say he's a repeat offender that right. way right. Gotcha. but once again you just can't
0: no, you can't, you can't
2: lose control and like you said this generation right now we had to talk about it today in football practice that this just the reaction and think there's no consequences right. have to stop in our generation right. cuz you know it, it's getting scary the way people are and the way our society is people think there's right. no consequences
1: and then they go too far and you can't take it back That's right. You're exactly right. Well, Coach Willard, I appreciate those words, and that's going to do it for our time here on the Nest. I want to thank you for being here and bringing Coach Bill again, who's a wonderful defensive coordinator, and also thank you for bringing Mr. Smiles a lot, the million-dollar smile, number two, J-Bez Gorham. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for gracing us with your presence. Good luck to you guys against Davey this upcoming Friday night. And Eagle family out there, we look forward to seeing you at the game this Friday. And when the Eagles take care of business, we want to make sure that we see you guys here for another edition of The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. I'm your host, Rod Funderburg. Thank you for listening, and let's enjoy some East Forsyth playoff football.